Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Today is the day we're hoping that Eddie finishes his walk from West Virginia to Tennessee. Physically, he's hurting. Mentally, he's exhausted. But today could be the day. We hope today is the day. We're rooting that today Eddie finishes his long journey. I do want to go over and talk to Chris in Georgia. Chris, what's going on, man? Hey, Bobby. What's happening, dude? Ain't much to it, man. Look, so my girlfriend recorded your show, Breaking Bobby Bones, and I had a chance to watch it last night. Awesome show. Did you think you wouldn't? I feel like you were a bit reluctant by your tone. I was. I really was. <laughs> but after, after watching it, after watching the things that you're doing for the American public, really touched me. Which episodes did you see, Chris? Uh, the one where you were on the barges. And yeah. the one with the lady truck driver. So you watched this week, the towboat and then the, the truck driver. Yeah, that was, uh, those were two, like, really touching people that, like, people that have really, really fantastic stories of, you know, struggle and, and fighting through it. And I appreciate that call, Chris. I'm glad you liked it. Thank you, brother. And I appreciate you admitting you were reluctant and still liked it, because that's hard to do. There you go. And then tell your, is it girlfriend? I think so, yeah. Tell your girlfriend yeah, I said uh, hello and thank you. Will do. All right, buddy. See you mm-hmm. later. Thank you. All right, you're welcome. All right, we're going to check in with Eddie in a few minutes. He is starting his walk really early this morning. But before we get to him live, let's throw over and hear his journal from yesterday. Hey, it's producer Eddie, and day three is wrapped up. Man, 22 miles. It's 530 right now, so I'm going to get some rest. But that leaves me with... Uh, a total of 10 miles tomorrow to the state line. And I'm trying to finish that in the morning so I can be on the air with you guys. Also too, you want some of my highs and lows of the day? Uh, My high was that, yeah, we got on top of a mountain. That was literally my high. And the low is that we had to cross a mountain range and that stunk. So there you go, that's my high and low. Let's go over and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. So I have a bit of a predicament. I got hired onto a salary position at my new job three weeks ago. I was looking over my pay to date and noticed something interesting. My next paycheck is definitely wrong. I was paid double. They paid me twice the rate, but I did not catch it. Should I reach out and stop them from paying me way too much? The company definitely wouldn't suffer from a mistake like this. It's very financially stable. I haven't gotten the money yet. Should I hedge my bets and wait until after getting paid to say there's been a mistake, or should I let them know? Keep pimping your joy, Tony Jackson. (laughs) Well, I'll go to Lunchbox first because this has happened to you Yes. And that they gave you too much money in your account, right? Absolutely. I went to deposit checks in the ATM and I they gave me an extra like $1,000 or something like that. And I was like, I'm not going to say anything. So I bought me plane tickets to Vegas. The company pays you too much. Yeah. And the company's done it on my paycheck numerous times. And I'm like, I ain't going to say nothing. Why would you say anything? So you did buy those tickets to Vegas. Yeah. Because, you know, they come to you. Oh, we need that money. Money's gone. Sorry. That's my... <laughs> Line that is his line. That's my line. So, this person should just sit back, relax, and reap the benefits because they may never notice. And you are living the like you didn't do anything dishonest, you just are living your life. They put that money in your account. So, if they don't notice, good on you. So, you're saying keep the money, keep the money. now, keep the money. If we look back at money's mine, sorry, whatever you say, money's gone, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> what actually happened with that money that was gone, sorry. 
Um, they took it back. Yeah. Yeah. They took it back. Yeah. How yeah. long until they realized? I'm sure they were doing some sort of like uh, self audit. It was yeah. like six months. And they came back to you and said what? Hey, we're going to need that money. And then they just took it from me. But why didn't you tell them money's gone? Sorry. I did. No. Said spin it. And they said, we're taking it back. Sorry. Yeah, they said, well, we'll get it one way or another. And they took it. <laughs> <laughs> I was the sucker on that one. But, but but would you do it again? I would do it again because I lived life for six months with that extra money. But I, then you lost that money later. Right. But in the moment, I got to enjoy, I had to, got to have an experience. If I'd have given it back right away, I wouldn't have gone to Vegas. Yeah, he, he got an experience out of it. Do you have a lot of credit card debt? I got credit cards. I've got a lot of credit cards. I mean, it, like in college, I probably signed up for 11 credit cards because they would give away free T-shirts and I'd go to sporting events like game baseball games. Oh, free T-shirt. Let me sign up for that credit card. I guess my point is it sounds like you live very in the moment, not worrying about what can happen to you later. Yeah, you know why? Because we're not guaranteed to tomorrow. <laughs> like you can say, oh, let me plan for retirement. But why? We may not make it there. Mm-hmm. So why not have fun now? Like, why not take that trip that you've been thinking about? Oh, you know what? I got three days off. Let me go here. Let me go there. And if you have the money, spend it. Then I think you can make those decisions responsibly. Not, oh, I might die, so let me spend everything I have. And yeah, I ask about debt because are you doing it with credit cards? You're just buying all kinds of crap. I don't buy a lot of crap. I buy good stuff. Oh, but course. yes. <laughs> and also, like, people are like, oh, you know, you started college funds for your kids. Nope. Why? Because you may not be alive. Yeah. I mean, they. They might not be alive, or they could get a scholarship. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Or they might not go to college. They might not go to college. Exactly. So why start a college fund? I didn't have a college fund when I was a kid. Okay, so, Tony, you're telling him to keep, keep the money. money. And if they ask for it, say, money's gone. Sorry. Okay. I think we know that's not what to do. It's not what to do. I would let them know because you're just going to get yourself in trouble, meaning... If you're holding on to it, wondering, you're always going to wonder. You're going to be like, are they going to take it back? It's just going to be some weird stress that's just always going to be hanging over you. If you spend it, you're going to be like, oh, boy, I need to watch my money in case they take it back. They're going to come and get it. If they're a company that is, as you say. Financially stable. They're financially stable for a reason. They know what they're doing with their money. They're going to come back and get it. Just tell them, hey, I think I've been overpaid. Will you look at this, please? Yeah, and you never know. That could play in your favor down the line when they're looking to give somebody a raise or someone they can trust with a big project. Like, they'll see you as someone that has their best interest in mind, and then, therefore, they're going to look out for you. Tony Jackson, you have two of us here saying you should probably tell them there's been an error on my paycheck. Tell them, because that's he signed the email what? Keep pimping that joy? Keep pimping your joy. Yeah, so like... (laughs) Pimp some joy their way and tell them about the mistake. Because they're going to come and get it back, 98% chance. Yeah. And then ma- and maybe if they that- don't, you're still going to be stressed about yes, it Yes, the because the, if they don't, you're, it, maybe you never get caught. But the rest of your life, you're always going to be that guy. What guy? Well, the guy you never get caught. That's you're pretty good guy to I just feel like you're going to get caught. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So two of us say, mm-hmm. tell them immediately. Lunchbox says, money's, money's gone. gone. Sorry. Sorry. You make your decision now, Tony, after you heard us talk about that. All right, thank you for that email. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. That's right. And if you want to email us, Morgan, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. We know it's early, but Eddie has started his walk early this morning. Everybody say good morning to producer Eddie. Good morning, morning, Eddie. Eddie. Morning, guys. 
How are you feeling? This is it. This is the last day of the walk if you can do it. I feel like crap, but <laughs> I do have a short walk in front of me. And how short is short? 10 miles. Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah, it's easy. I never walked 10 miles in my life. I ran 10 miles once. <laughs> and it was miserable. I feel, in my mind, I'm telling myself, people do this at Disney World all the time or Six Flags. Yeah. I guess that would be a full day of walking around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except for they probably normally haven't done 20 miles and 20 miles and 20 miles the day yeah. before. True. <laughs> True. Well, today, Eddie, we're hoping you finish during the show. He's raising money for National Angels. We're not going to keep you too long. We know you're kind of on a busy spot there. But as you're going into the final day of walking, like, give me one word that has described the last four days. Uh, one word, amazing. Wow. This, is, this, this experience has been amazing. Like, getting to walk America with your own feet is pretty amazing. Well, it's only one state out of 50, but still. Well, to be fair, it's kind of going to be three states. states. (laughs) West Virginia, Virginia, Tennessee. Yeah. But you have walked all the way across Virginia. That's why it's amazing. And so now does he feel like the song is fitting, I'm carrying your love with me from West Virginia down to Tennessee? He hasn't told you. He doesn't even think the song means that anymore. No. Tell Amy what you've come to to think about this song. So Amy, as I'm walking, I think a lot, and I started thinking about the song, and I'm thinking like, all right, George is a... Maybe a musician from Na- from West Virginia, and he's moving to Nashville to start a, a career, and he's leaving his love behind. So he's just telling her, like, hey, I got to move to Tennessee, but I'm carrying your love with me, which makes my whole theory make no sense, and this is stupid. True. <laughs> True, but now you've raised a lot of money for a good cause, so there you go. You guys yeah. can go to bobbybones.com and donate five bucks if you have it, trying to raise enough money. And listen, if we hit 100000 we we'll go bonkers. The goal was 10,000. We were, you know, we're basically 90,000 now. So, Eddie, keep on trucking. We'll catch up with you next hour. Thanks, guys. Can't wait to see you. There he is, producer Eddie. Bobby Bones. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Chris Stapleton, Darius Rucker, John Party, and Mickey Guyton will all be covering their favorite Metallica songs to help celebrate the 30th anniversary of the band's Black Album. It will be a 53-song album featuring artists from all different genres. The album will be out on September 10th with profits going to charity. Open mind for a different view. announced a new EP called Honky Tonk Hippies. The project will be out on July 2nd. They also announced a new tour to go along with the new EP. Tickets go on sale for the tour this Friday. Chase Rice reimagined his latest project, The Album, with stripped-back versions of all 15 songs. It's the album acoustic version, and it's available now. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. So this guy named Jeff had been laid off during the pandemic. And his daughter was like, hey, I will help you with your resume. Where do you want to work? And he was like, I don't know. Costco seems like it'd be a good place to work. So it was her goal to get him a job at Costco. So she tweets out a, a whole tweet where she's like, hey, he's great. He's obnoxious working. He's painfully helpful. And so she kept posting it, and then people started to retweet it to get her dad a job. And so Costco reached out to her because it got so many retweets, 
And they were like, hey, let's let's talk to your dad. Everybody's tagging us in this anyway. People keep retweeting it. We'll at least give him an interview. So we went in for the interview. He aced his interview. He landed the job. And then she posted a picture of the employee badge. Obviously, the manager's the one that found the tweets and interviewed him. But now he's working at Costco, and she changed her name on Twitter to read... Rebecca Mix, proud daughter of a Costco employee. Wow. And people love keep that. on sending messages going, hey, that's awesome. Great job. That's a fantastic story right there. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I'm reading a story because I think Facebook or just my feed now of everything gives me a lot of wedding stories since I'm about to get married. Yeah. And this bride wants to have a peacock walk down the aisle with her. Why? She loves peacocks. Okay. But they're like, if you have a peacock walk down the aisle, it's going to be like unleashing angry murder chickens and guests will be massacred. That's well, what they're saying. Because the peacock's going to get spooked. Oh, okay. I it's, didn't know that. Especially I it'd because be it's not. A, well, do you know which peacock spreads? The male one? The male, that's yeah, right. Yeah, because that's what they use to attract the females. Mm-hmm. And so she wants to have. But it reminds me of what we're going through with our dogs. Like, we right now feel like our dogs will walk down the aisle. Stanley, okay. who's a bulldog who is extremely loving. But he loves people and loves to run through people. Yeah. Eller, who, I mean, she's going to get fixed next week, but she's been going through heat for like a month. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty wild. Well, so like. Adopted ha- dog, yeah. Are you already practicing them walking down the aisle? Like, Not yet. We have two friends that are going to walk the dogs down the aisle on a leash. But they could still, you know, go berserk with all the people there. And so what they're going to do is when we have our rehearsal, we're going to walk them through with no people, and if they're just fine, we'll leave them in the wedding. Okay. But we are planning on having our dogs in the wedding. Well, yeah. I feel like starting now, you and Caitlin could just, like, create an aisle in your house and start practicing it. Yeah, I just think it's mostly going to be about the people. Okay. I do. Eddie, do you think our dogs will be fine walking down the aisle? I have no idea how your dogs are going to do Like, how? what are you baiting them with? Nothing. Like, walk and be in a wedding, no. buddies. No, dude. You need... The, the, the preacher needs, like, a... Dog biscuit or something. No, they're going to maul the preacher. <laughs> like, well, these, by the way, these dogs aren't bad dogs. No, no, no. Maul is probably the wrong word, but maybe like, um, you know, Stanley will ram right into him and give him a bruise in his shin. <laughs> I, don't think we, I don't think we can dog treat them, but I do think if they're led mm-hmm. by someone who's strong mm-hmm. and they're held back, they'll be fine walking down the aisle. Yeah. Eddie, you worried about your Bro. suit not fitting you? I mean, here you are. You're walking day number four. Do you feel like you've lost more weight? Yeah, dude, for sure. Especially, like, the app I have. I mean, according to the app, I've lost, like, 6,000 calories. So that's not good. But I also ate a cheeseburger last night, so I should be all right. Well, unless that was, like, a double baconator, you should, you should still be good. Yeah, totally. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that's been the food you're putting into your body as you go through this rigorous uh, physical <laughs> – you're, you're eating cheeseburgers? When you're done, you're just exhausted and you're starving. You're like, just give me a cheeseburger. I don't care. Eddie's walking. Today should be the day he finishes his walk from West Virginia to Tennessee. Were you going to say something, Eddie, before I went to the walk? Uh, I don't remember what I was going to say, but Rod joined me for the walk for a second. Oh, cool. And he, I mean, he, he thinks it's a stroll in the park. He brought me coffee and, like, a biscuit. And I'm like, dude, I can't walk with all this stuff in my hand. Well, anyone can walk for a minute. Heck, I walk into work all day. It's easy as pie. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not walking right. 100 miles. But I think he's right. saying, like, he, Eddie's walking at a pace to where he can't hold coffee and food and still, like, keep the stride, right? Yeah. Picture the ladies at the mall. Like, early in the morning, that's how fast I'm mm-hmm. walking. Oh, you're doing the old power walk. Yes. No, I don't have weights in my hands or anything, or I don't have my fists up, but I'm, I'm 
powering through. All right, Eddie's hoping to finish today. The goal is to finish today from West Virginia to Tennessee. All right, check in with you later. All right, dude. Well, the question is, from a lot of our listeners, did you ever go cash in that check from the cat scam? Yes, we took the check to the bank. So I do have an update. Oh, you do? Okay, so let me reset it real quick. Long time ago, Amy said, we're going to get a cat for my daughter. She's highly allergic, so you found one that wasn't as allergenic or something. I don't know why you picked that cat, but you picked a cat. Yeah, it's high, It's a supposedly a hypoallergenic cat, Balinese. You send them money, mm-hmm. they go, oh, sorry, your cat died. We can't send it to you. Yeah, like literally the cat that we were assigned died. So we get on the air and we're like, all right, track these people down. We need this money back. And then all of a sudden you get a check in the mail. Yeah, but I mean, like a long, long time had passed. So then I started thinking, did they feel like somehow they got word that I think that's the girl on the radio that you're scamming. You better pay her back. Because, I mean, lawyers in Louisiana were hitting me up like, we'll go after them. So the question is, what happened? Let's all make our guesses uh, right now on foot. Eddie walking West Virginia to Tennessee. Eddie, what do you think happened when Amy took this check to the bank? The cashier got it, tried to put it through the machine, and it went, ah. Okay, lunchbox. No good. Absolutely not a good check. And Amy, what they, Amy's emotions were, oh, I got a check to, dang, I was getting scammed again. I think the check went through fine. I think they probably realized that they don't want to get caught because now they're on Front Street here, and they said we better send her some money. Like we're just going to be out this money. So that's everybody. Ray, what do you think happened? Just like you, check went through, but there's maybe a two day hold, so she hasn't got the money yet. But the check was accepted. Amy, you go to the bank. You have the check. Mm-hmm. Yes. Talk, talk me through it. Well, we go, and I'm like, hey, anything suspicious about this check? Like, what's going on? This looks like a normal check. Everything, you know, I don't even know if you do this with checks, but, like, just like money, held it up to the light. Like, everything seemed so legit about this check. Like, I thought there wasn't a doubt in my mind that it wasn't going to go through. And, uh, yeah, we gave it to the person, and she ran it, and the money is safely in my account. Yeah. Yeah. I think they knew they better give real money so this saga would end on a national stage. 100%. I know. I was a little shocked, too, because I had been worked up to think that it was a scam because so many listeners were sending me messages like, do not cash the check, which I'm glad I didn't just go, like, randomly deposit. Like, we took it in, and it was a whole thing, and— I'm sure the bank thought I was a little crazy, but it's fine. We got the money. So now we're just on the hunt for a new cat. And I got, I, I have the deposit back to make a new deposit. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's like impossible. Like, I don't know if these cats ever even really exist. Because like everyone I hit up online about it, I get nothing back. Your search for a Polynesian cat. Balinese. Whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Is like my search for like an old Ford Bronco that's not a total piece of crap. Yeah. Because we're like we're just kind of looking around for like a '68 to '73 Ford Bronco, and oh, they're nice. either they're either all pieces of crap, or they're just like a million dollars. Yeah, and, and you can't even you can't find them. But then you see people online with them, and you're like, how do you get that? Well, what it is, I sent a deposit into this place. Oh. They were like, trust us. Yeah, and then they were like, it died. <laughs> like that's my. We favorite were driving part it to you, and it story. died, man. Yes, because like it took them two weeks to reach back out to us, because we got an update that the kittens were born and everything was great, and we were gonna get the cat soon. And then the, they emailed us, and they're like, oh, the cat passed away. We're like, when? They're like, two weeks ago. Well, what took you two weeks? And they go, so because sad. it's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eddie's walking. Oh. Eddie, we think we're going to finish today. <laughs> Absolutely, we're finishing today. There's no doubt in my mind. I mean, I really, at the beginning of this, thought I was going to have a whole week to do this, but somebody wanted me to finish on Wednesday. Yeah, here's why. <laughs> I needed Eddie to finish on Wednesday because if for some reason something happened, like a bad storm like yesterday, 
and he wasn't able to finish, I didn't need him finishing on a Saturday so we couldn't enjoy it as a show. Like a lot of people have donated to this. We spent a lot of time invested in it. And I wanted to make sure that he finished. And if we set Wednesday as a goal, worst case scenario, Friday, he was going to finish. So that, so, hey, Eddie, sorry I'm being irresponsible. Um, hey, who, who's your guy? Who never puts you down? This guy. Well, you've let him down well, before, I'm sure. No, he really well, doesn't. Maybe, maybe he, a few times. But, but uh, yeah, he really doesn't let me down that often. What, once a week? There was that one time I was late for golf for like an hour and a half. So, and there okay. was one time in New Orleans where we were leaving after our tour date. And I was like, we're leaving. Eddie's late everywhere. And it hit zero zero. We drove to the airport. Eddie comes running out of the out of the hotel. Like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, well, also too, there's conditions that are out of Eddie's control. Like Eddie can be he's in control if he's on time to tour, but like weather, if there's lightning, he has to take shelter. Yeah. Like there's other things that could slow him down. So I think Wednesday was appropriate, Eddie. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. No, not well, thank no, you. Well, no, that's Bobby. Yes, that's uh, to sorry. Bobby. Cuba was honking at me. Cuba was honking at me, so I thought I was going to die, so I just said thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> to God? We just heard his talk with God. That's what happened. <laughs> All right, that Eddie. Was me. We are going to um, let you walk for a little bit. We'll check back in with you next hour, okay? All right, man. There he is, producer Eddie. We're trying to finish that walk today. West Virginia to Tennessee, four days in the making. Basically 100 miles through the mountains. Can he finish today? You can donate five, ten bucks. Just go over to bobbybones.com. He's walking for the National Angels. Thank you. The Bobby Here's Amy's pile of stories. So a TikToker tested out a dog shock collar and almost knocked herself out. So honestly, this thing is kind of weak. I'm not going to lie. So I, I cranked it all the way up to level 99. So I'm going to see if that really does anything. I'm going to just go ahead and try to get... Oh! 99? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We go to level 10 on ours. Yeah. But we don't even do 10. When we used to do it, we would do it like 6 or 7. We did. Are you sure? I'm positive. Right. I would never shock you guys on 10. Okay. Well, probably I didn't. <laughs> maybe once. I feel like there were times where I thought maybe something was happening to me. Uh, so the hottest accessory this summer is temporary tattoos. So if you ever wanted to get a tattoo or maybe you want to be a part of this trend, I mean, they cost about... to get a good one and you can apply it on and they'll last for about two weeks and then you can wash it off and then you're a part of like the whole tattoo trend. Well, and these aren't the ones that you stick on your arm and you peel the sticker back. Yeah, it's not like the one that you get in like Cracker Jack box or something. No, it's like a legit temporary tattoo. You can order them and get them put on and it's pretty awesome. Well, they last a little bit too. Like you said, two weeks. I would compare it to if you ever got a spray tan. Which I will say I have. Yes. Many times. <laughs> yes, you Heck, have. Heck, I have another one tonight because I got to go shoot some stuff next week. But it's, you can't just wash it off. You can scrub it over days and it can go away. But that's what these tattoos are. So when you get one, you're kind of stuck with it. So if you get a neck tattoo, just to be funny, it's not going to go away for a couple weeks. Yeah. Searches for temporary summer tattoos have gone up by more than 450%. So everybody is definitely very into these. That's pretty cool, though, if you wanted to try one out. Yeah. And see how it looked. I know. So should someone have to try one out on their neck? Or their face. I think they should have to wear one for two weeks before they actually get it. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, so I'm pretty pumped about this because Amy Grant was my first concert ever when I was a kid. And she is headed out on tour. It all started because she's celebrating the 30th anniversary of her album, Heart in Motion. And that's going to be coming out July 9th. But she didn't want to stop there. She decided to hit the road this fall. And she's going to 39 cities. 
So she starts in August and then wraps up in October. So you can ch- check out like amygrant.com, I think, for cities near you. That is a significant tour, 40 cities. Yeah. I mean, that's so big that I don't think she's going to be doing the classic country tour of Friday, Saturday, then come home. It seems like that's too many dates for that. Well, it looks like she goes into relics. She's like, for example, August 5th, 6th, and 7th, she's hitting up like three different cities in a row. Yeah, that's, that could still be a weekend, though. Anyway, it's a significant amount. That, yeah. The only Amy Grant song that I can think of right now is Baby, Baby. Oh, yeah. But are there other ones I should know? Oh, yeah. That's What Love Is For. That's what love is for. Or, or what about Every Heartbeat? Oh, Every Heartbeat. Yeah. Every day. Every heartbeat bears your name Loud and clear they say my name Yeah. Yes, I mean, I'm gonna I'm like, I don't know any of the songs and yeah. I'm singing along our greatest hits. And then in fifth grade at my talent show, I performed Galileo and it was so good. I still know my dance routine, so I could bust that out. <laughs> she should come in here if she's promoting a tour. She should. Mike D, okay. reach let's book out. Her. We, let's book her. The last time she came in, it was a surprise for Amy. And all of that was about that surprise. Yeah, you blindfolded me. Yeah, and then, this, and then she had to kiss you on the cheek. No, get, but, oh. but awkwardly, you did make me guess who was in the room, and I never guessed her, so it was awkward. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's have a redo. Let's bring her back in. <laughs> and then you'll guess her first. Yeah. We'll blindfold you again, but yes, you'll guess her first. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay, is that it? Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this little girl, Vivian Meyer, told her mom, I want to shave my head, but she had a good reason for it. Now she's lost three grandparents to cancer. And at nine years old, she told her mom, I'm going to shave my head and fundraise to raise cancer awareness. And she started off wanting $500, but at the Buzz Off for Kids Cancer event, Vivian raised more than $3,000. Man, that's crazy to shave your head. Mm-hmm. Good for her. I mean, that's... I shaved my head once when I was in high school. It was our senior year. We were playing Magna Cove in a football game. We thought if we all shave our head in solidarity, we'll beat them. We didn't win that game. Mm. We took our helmets off at the end of the game. We all got like idiots. Yeah. I left mine on. How is your head shaved? Like Terrible. I have a oh. huge head. My mom cried. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. When I came home with a shaved head. So I just respect her so much. I mean. I mean, to and be at nine and know that. But also, yes, yes, all that, right? She's nine. She's doing something bigger than herself. She raised a bunch of money. But even being a female, like your hair is more valuable as a girl mm-hmm. than as a guy. Yeah. Takes us a lot longer. to. I thought I'd wear a headband, too, to cover it up. I still had moles on my head. It's a whole thing. A headband? Well, yeah. Oh, like a sporty one? Yeah. Okay, I was picturing like a cute little top knot thing. No, like a headband. Like Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And it was, not, it was not a good look. Man, we lost. We, we all look like idiots. We pulled our helmets off to shake hands at, afterward, and they were laughing at us. Yeah, but you probably looked united. Hey, I've hated Magna Cove ever since then. Yeah. Uh, all right, there you go. That's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here are your top three songs in country music this week. At number three, Chris Young and Kane Brown, Famous Friends. I've got some famous friends you probably never heard of, back in Rutherford County. At number two, Dirk's Bentley Gone. I've been gone, I've been gone, I've been sitting on the couch watching TV all day long. And the number one song, again this week, is Luke Combs' Forever After All. They say nothing lasts forever, but they ain't seen us together. I think that's the exact same as last week, right? 
Three, two, one. Wow. Nothing moves whenever Luke Combs digs his heels in and wants to stay in a spot. Mm-hmm. You just don't take Luke Combs out of the top spot. A big pop song right now is Dua Lipa, Levitating. And the number one alternative song from the Imagine Dragons. You know them? Uh, yeah, I do. Like I what? love them. Thunder. Oh, that's a thunder. Yeah, my kids love him too. Yeah. And the guy wears like athletic gear when he's on stage. Yeah. Like he just like, ran dude, a, the gym's over there. Yeah, right? no, he did an Iron Man and yeah. then came on stage. Uh, follow you from Imagine Dragons. I will follow you way down. That's a good one. Yeah. I didn't know that I'd heard that one before. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, let's go over and get in the morning corny with Amy. The morning corny. Why did the bank robbers call their travel agent? Why did the bank robbers call their travel agent? To plan their getaway. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. All right. It's good, though. That was the morning corny. Remember that woman we're talking about that gave birth to 10 babies at once? And then her husband's like, hey, you guys stop sending her money. I never saw her pregnant. Yeah, yeah, he hadn't seen the babies, nothing. Well, the first story was she was pregnant with 10 babies. Then the 10 babies came out. Then her husband was like, hey, guys, like story three of this whole saga. Hey, stop sending all this money to me and to her because I don't even know these babies even exist. Well, now here we have it. Apparently, she's in trouble because she was never even pregnant. Quote, the medical evaluation has shown there was no pregnancy. It also shows there are no physical scars to indicate a recent C-section. Seems like she was just trying to scam everybody. But 10 babies is I mean, that's a lot of that's babies. a lot. She could have just scammed with like five, six. I don't know that five would have done it. <laughs> okay, I think eight. seven probably <laughs> is where you go. Oh, we should probably give them a little help. Mm, yeah, they might need a little money. You ever see Octomom anymore, Lunchbox? I haven't seen her lately. I've seen a couple pictures, but the kids are like 12 or 13. They're wow. old now. She's one of those stories that I look back and go, wow, I still remember talking about that. Mm-hmm. Like one of those before things really went viral, viral stories. Another one is the woman who said she was abducted in like the van. Oh yeah, uh, she was out. She was supposed to get married, but she was abducted by two Hispanic men in a white van, and it really very I specific. Her, I think her last name was Fairbanks, and she was from Atlanta. And then turns out she wasn't she at just all. Left. She made no. the whole story yeah, up. She left. Like just leave. Just deal with him later. But yeah, she made up a whole news story that went viral. Uh, speaking of viral, our guy Eddie is starting to go viral, much to Lunchbox's chagrin. Ugh. He's out dominating. He's walking. We're going to check in with him live. We're hoping that he can finish his walk today. We feel good about it. He's on the road. Eddie, West Virginia to Tennessee. We'll check in with him next. Let's go check with our producer, Eddie, who is walking from West Virginia to Tennessee. Eddie, how many miles do you have left this morning before you complete this epic, epic journey? Oh, yeah. Epic it is. I got. I have about three miles, man. I can smell the finish line. <laughs> he has three miles left, and it's basically 100-mile journey. Doing the carrying your love with me journey. And, Eddie, I'm going to pull up the number right now if we can get a little tote board action, Raymundo. Because when I refresh it, Eddie, you have raised. Thank you. One hundred and sixty-eight thousand six hundred and thirty-seven dollars. That's crazy! Wow, are you kidding me? One hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars. Insane! That's that's amazing. So, the original goal of this walk was for ten thousand (laughs) dollars. That's the dumb part. Wow! Whenever it was about to hit a hundred thousand last night, I was at the Opry, 
And I was with Morgan number one, and she was like, have you seen the, the, the total? And I was like, no, what is it? She goes, it's $100,000. And I was like, wow. So I posted it on my Instagram. I saw Morgan did an a Instagram live with you that was posted on the show account, and listeners just continued to pour in money, five and ten bucks at oh. a time. And now here we are, close to $175,000. I mean, that's the goal right now. It's one seventy-five. If we can hit that. Oh, okay, let's go. I think that's doable. Because Eddie's struggling right now. I am. I, I mean, I, I woke up and I'm like, oh, let's get this done fast. And I did for about five miles. And then, dude, honestly, you know, my my, my butt hurts like more than anything. I know my feet hurt, but I, the adrenaline killed that taste. Every time I stop, my feet are throbbing, whatever. But my butt is killing me. On Sunday of last week, he started walking from West Virginia to Tennessee, if you're new to the show. And he's about to hit Tennessee. He's about to do the whole George Strait walk. We're so proud of you. You're not there yet. Three miles left. Would you say this is the hardest three miles because your body is in such bad shape? Well, I, I, I just got energized by that total number. So, yes, it was the hardest until I talked to you right now. So, yeah. If you guys go to bobbybones.com, you'll see it up there on the front. Click that Eddie link. And then if you can donate five or ten bucks, we would be so grateful. Eddie's not keeping hardly any of this money. <laughs> He's not keeping any of this. <sighs> you can also watch him on the stream. So I'll let you walk for a minute. We'll come back to you, okay? All right, buddy. What town are you in, by the way, Eddie? I didn't ask that. I'm in Bristol, Virginia. That's right, because it's on both sides. That's it. You got to cross over into Bristol, Tennessee. Oh, but it's great, though, dude. I hadn't seen a Chili's, a Long John Silver's. I'm walking in front of a KFC right now. I mean, I'm in civilization. It says their feed is frozen, no signal. I guess he's in and out of signal. Right? Yeah, it dropped on us. Okay, go watch the Facebook page of Bobby Bone Show, and you will see, hopefully, Eddie walking. Uh, let me talk to Marsha, who is in Virginia. Marsha, what's going on? Yes. Hi, I just wanted to call and say I think it's really incredible what he's doing. Um, my husband and I are foster parents, and we've been doing this a little over nine years, and I think it's just incredible what he's doing. Yeah, we do too. We're very proud of him. What started as a dopey bit turned into us helping a lot of families. Mostly it's Eddie, but, you know, this show and the B team helping a lot of families that are foster parents with foster children. So heck of a job. We're almost there. Hopefully in the next 45 minutes or so, Eddie actually finishes this on the air. So thank you, Marsha. How long have you been listening to the show? Fairly new listener, but I think it's absolutely incredible. So we want to go ahead and, and donate to the cause. Oh, well, nice. We're going over there to bobbybones.com. Yeah. Oh, let me ask you this. Are you now going to be a listener for sure? Like, are you committed now? I am committed. It's, it's wonderful. We got the kids in the car. We're going to... Uh, ready to go to daycare and it's incredible all right there she is we love we love new listeners all right marcia thank you have a great day you too bye-bye all right lunchbox don't get mad at this (sighs) you know i gotta be honest i was against eddie well eddie did make the news no so this was when this thing started (sighs) the new this is uh news in west virginia yep and this is the first of probably many hopefully not so this is eddie (laughs) making the news W-O-A-Y in West Virginia interviewed him on the news about his walk. Here we go. Radio personality Eddie Garcia is on a mission. 
He co-hosts the Bobby Bones radio show and is now walking from West Virginia to Tennessee and raising big bucks for a special charity. Newswatch reporter Chariston Clark caught up with Garcia to find out why this journey means so much to him. He decided, though, that if he was going to tackle this challenge, he wanted to raise money for National Angels, a charity that holds special meaning to him. I got on the radio one day and I just was making a point that the George Strait song from West Virginia down to Tennessee and I said, like an idiot, well, that's not that far. And so they kind of made me put my money where my mouth was and said, all right, big shot. If you think that's not far, why don't you walk it? And that's when I decided, all right, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to raise some money for uh, foster care because I'm a foster dad. It's so dear to my heart that it was a no-brainer to do this for them. So you hear he made the news. Does that drive you crazy? Yes. I Why? Mean, <laughs> it's for. I mean, he went for cause. a walk. He went for a walk, and so he makes the news for w- going for a walk and like, raising money for. Well, not animals. a walk. It's a, basically a hundred miles. A journey through it's the mountains. Journey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ugh. we're back on the feed. We're back up. We're watching Eddie on our Facebook page. He's walking. Looks like with a limp, but he's walking. Oh, he's coming up on Hardee's. Put it on the news. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a hater. <laughs> So I used to wait tables. It was a really good job for my life, meaning I learned a lot about service. I learned a lot about how awesome or awful people could be because you're really just depending on the kindness of strangers combined with how good of a job that you do to actually pay your bills. And so in that job, I was a dishwasher and then I was a busboy and then I was a waiter. When I got to be a waiter, I thought I was big time. I was like, I made it. I was at the pinnacle of the service industry. And it was a great job. And you know what? Heck, I was pretty good at it because I could talk to people. I could make them laugh. I was pretty good with drinks. I only spilled a whole tray on one table one time. I mean, just, just boosh <laughs> everywhere. And I worked at a place called the DeSoto Club in the Hot Springs Village where I had to wear a full tuxedo to work every night. And it was such a pain in my butt to have to make sure that full tuxedo was completely clean. And so I would just do my dangdest to not get any dirt on it and then just lay it on the bed and then wear it again the next night. And so... I was working and I was making money, but I was always okay if someone didn't tip me well. I was like, you know what? Maybe they didn't have the money. Maybe I didn't do a good enough job. But some of the people that I worked with would go out and chase people into the street or parking lot and be like, hey, 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 you didn't tip me. In their tux. (laughs) Yeah, in full clothes. They're like, did you forget to tip me? And they'd hold it up and be like, hey, right here, right here. And I would go, you are crazy. You're going out into a place where you're completely vulnerable. I never saw someone chase someone for not paying a ticket, only for not tipping. Now, this waitress went out because people ran out on a bill, on a $70 bill. No, dash which, and dine? Yeah, or... yeah, dine and dash. Oh. <laughs> which I would never go chase anybody for any reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But she is 20 years old. Waitress abducted and assaulted after chasing five people who ran out on a $70 bill. The 20-year-old suffered bruises and a possible concussion in the attack. Oh, my gosh. A waitress was allegedly abducted and assaulted by a group of five people after chasing them down when they walked out of that bill. The incident happened 11-15, June 19th at Nifty 50s in Turnersville in New Jersey when the 20-year-old waitress was taken away in a vehicle for a short time after confronting a group she had served in the restaurant. Surveillance footage shows the woman being pulled into a white Dodge Durango as one person flees the vehicle before it pulls away with the waitress inside. I mean, wild, wild that they didn't just go, hey, shut up. And they got in the car and drove off. Wild, they grabbed her, threw her in the car, beat her up, threw her out of the car. Totally. I was thinking maybe some teenagers that are trying to be like, hey, let's dine and dash. But these are just overall bad people. (laughs) Here's the thing. I don't care what industry you're in. Do not chase after people if they're not stealing your kid, 
or they're not hurting somebody that you're around. Yeah, because it's just not worth it. Because they could do worse things than just steal your stuff. Mm-hmm. Like she's going to be dealing with that for the rest of her life, like it's such a traumatic event. And it was a $70 bill that, yeah, they should have paid, but... I mean, well, I'm sure she wanted her $14. It's a 20% tip. I know. And I tell you what, I can tell you, these group people right here weren't going to give you 20%. If they were going to tip, they were like a 7%er. Ugh. To keep the change yeah. for $1.40. But that's a really sucky story. Totally. I just wanted to share it with you guys. Because I hope they're all in jail. Yeah, Amy, you tell them. I do. Lock <laughs> them up. The only problem is when they get out, I'd be scared that they're going to come back. You're always scared of people getting out of jail and getting I am. In. I am. That's why I'd just rather let it be. But what if everybody just let every crime I be? I know. I know. I'm not saying it's everybody the right You know what? That's true. I got robbed and beat up. And you know what, officer? I choose to let it be today. I know. They're like, wow, a- is that like Pimp and Joy? Let it be? <laughs> Listen, I know it's not the right thing. I just like to avoid confrontation. Uh, let's check the tote board. Producer Eddie's walking West Virginia to Tennessee. We cannot believe how much money he has made. I'm watching these little balls go. The new number is. And put Eddie up for this if you don't mind because he's walking right now. There's no stream right now. There's As no right stream. Now, it's no okay. service. Eddie, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, Bones. The new number is $179,804. Oh. We did it. <laughs> got to $175. Yeah. We got to one. I don't... Listen. I mean, no. Anything just... over, like, 75, period, we were like, we can't believe it. We cannot believe it. We cannot believe you guys are this generous. We are so grateful. We are now one hundred and eighty thousand dollars. Don't get, don't give me the itch for two hundred. Just don't yeah. give me that itch. I feel like I have. No, the I don't itch. want the itch because we're too close to finishing, and I don't want to hit a hit a goal and make it seem like we didn't hit our goal. Mm-hmm. But hey, if, Bones, what? What are, what are you feeling right there? Is that itching? I'm just great. That's what I feel. I feel grateful. That okay, itch is okay, just okay. gratefulness. <laughs> oh, he's back on the stream, Eddie. How many more miles do you think you have? I think I have two because. Scuba and I got a little uh, system going. He honks for every mile that I have left, and I just heard two honks, so two he, miles. He's walking two more miles. Did that start in the beginning? Because that would have been like 100 honks. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 Eddie, for four days, has been walking nonstop, West Virginia to Tennessee, raising money for National Angels. Eddie, what hurts on you the most? Uh, I mean, it's always something different, but right now it's still my butt, man. My, the right side, my right butt cheek. Is burning. I would imagine it's because the slope of the road and most of your weight is going on that right side because it's kind of... I think you're right. Do you feel like your buns are a little tighter after this four-day walk? Hey, it's funny you say that, dude. This morning, I was feeling it. I'm like, hey, it's never felt that plump before. Uh, we have some voicemails we're going to play for Eddie here. This is Allie in Mississippi. I know Eddie is walking, and he's in Virginia right now, and my family actually lives in Virginia. And I am super, super proud of Eddie. I'm so happy for him. This is Patrick from Virginia. Oh, man, I'm calling in for uh, Eddie. Man, he's doing a great job. And I know that walk down 19 downhill was probably just as bad as it was walking up those hills. Good luck to Eddie. Good luck to the show. Um, congratulations on all the money y'all raised. And I'm so proud of you guys. And love what y'all are doing. Thanks again. Later. One more. This is voicemail number three. Good morning, studio. I'm just calling to say good job, Eddie. Keep on trucking. Keep on trucking. You got the entire country watching you. All right. Love y'all. Bye. Keep keep on trucking, Eddie. I love that. I'm trucking, guys. Dude, when you play those clips and when people, like, talk to me, it encourages me so, so much, man. I love it. Eddie's about to cross the line into Bristol, Tennessee. 
which would make his journey from West Virginia to Tennessee complete. We'll let you walk. We'll check back in in a few minutes. Producer Eddie walking on Facebook right now. Search for Bobby Bone Show. You can see it there. A lot of people are online. They're posting the message there. We'll even uh, t- tag that first or we'll pin that first comment. It's up there. Where you can go and you can donate. Five, ten bucks. That's it. We're just trying to raise that money. He's worked hard. We're proud of him. We'll come back in a second. I want to put on Susan who called us. She is the CEO of National Angels. This is a group that helps foster families. Hi, Susan. How are you? Hi. I'm so good, obviously. So excited. What are you thinking as you hear Eddie walk 100 miles for your organization, National Angels? Well, I mean, it's just a dream come true. It's unbelievable. We are over here just really watching the numbers go up because what it says is that people care about children, youth, and families in the foster care system. And it shows every single family and every one of the 430,000 children across this country that they matter. We have a saying that every single child deserves at least one healthy adult who knows the color of their eyes and the passions of their heart. And today, that is what every single and over the course of the last four days, like this is what the world is doing for these kids. So I am just overjoyed, overwhelmed. I've been sending voice memos to Eddie, (laughs) reading off referrals like I'm freaking out. It's so amazing to have this kind of support. I agree. I mean, it is. I'm just amazed at how hard Eddie has worked in this, the the effort, the passion that he has for not only being a foster parent, but for working with your organization. He didn't just pick this today or the last four days. He's actually been an ambassador and worked with you guys a lot previously. So for us, for me, for this show, for the B team to be able to come together and do this, not for you, Susan, but for you and all the kids who need it, like that's what we feel like this show is supposed to be used for. And so... We, like you, are thrilled. We're just so thrilled. As I look at the number right now, we're at $183,000. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. It almost makes me want to go, is there any chance we can get to two hundred? But Eddie is so close to finishing, and I don't want to diminish his, if we don't hit it, I don't want to be like, oh, like I don't want to put anything there that makes us go, oh. We yeah, didn't. but if you think of it this way, we're already so far beyond. I the original know. goal was $10,000, and just, now we're. Yes, I mean, I'll just say this. If you go to bobbybones.com, and you want to give 5 or $10 to support Eddie and to support this wonderful organization, you'll see it up at the beginning. It says Eddie's Walk for Charity. You can also go to our Facebook page. In the comments, we have pinned the top comment. 5 or 10 bucks would be fantastic. Susan, we'll talk to you again maybe later today or on tomorrow's show once we kind of all catch our breath. But we are very grateful for the work that you do as well. So let, let that not Thank escape you. me. We're just so thankful that you do what you do. Thank you. Thank you. So much, and on behalf of every child and family that will be impacted because of these five and ten dollar donations, I want to just speak on behalf of them and thank you for caring. What will one hundred and eighty-three thousand dollars do for you guys? Like, really? Oh my gosh! Well, let me tell you, Bobby, that I was expecting ten thousand. <laughs> so this is like the best uh, situation to have possible because, of course, you know, most charities need the funding in order to serve and do what it is that they're called to do. And so for us, we're going to use this seed capital money to be able to reach and serve more kids. So just to give you kind of perspective, we operate in 16 states and in 22 cities across the country. But our goal is to reach and serve every single child, youth, and family across the country. So we have 430,000 children in the foster care system. 
system. And so we will not stop until we keep opening up chapters so we can reach and serve more kids. So we're going to use this money for capacity building to allow us to reach and serve more of uh, incredible families like Eddie. Susan, thank you. We will talk soon. Eddie, keep on trucking, buddy. And we'll check in with him in a few minutes as well. Every Not time well. Susan talks, I get goosebumps because it's just so, like, I can hear the excitement in her voice and you know, just knowing the impact that this type of money is going to make. That, you know, because Eddie's out there doing all the work and our listeners are showing up. But, I mean, this type of money, I mean, Susan, I know that, you know, normally you'd probably have to, like, do all kinds of events or different this or that. But I just love that our listeners are showing up like this. I love it so much. I, it's just incredible, Amy. And I, I'm, I'm thankful for everyone at the show, and I'm thankful for every person who has donated. It's just so incredible. And it shows people that you can make a difference. And you might think, like, well, what's $5? What can $5 do? Well, when it's combined with 3,000 other people who are also giving what they can, man, that's where the power is. So let the novelty not be lost on everyone, that we will change incredible people's lives with this money. Susan, so, thank you. We'll talk yeah, to you, you soon. Bet. Okay, guys. All right, there she is. <laughs> hey, let's let's talk to Eddie real quick, Raymundo, before we jump out of here. Um, Eddie, did you hear that call? Listen to her, man. I love Susan. She knows what's up. How you feeling? You're almost there, dude. I'm a little, a little over a mile away, and I I got good. I, I still have goosebumps from that phone conversation. So, well, either that or I'm overheating and I need more water. <laughs> but, <laughs> dude, I'm almost there, man. I'm pumped. Okay, Eddie is getting closer and closer to the finish line. You can watch him on our Facebook page. Search for The Bobby Bone Show. Thousands of people watching him right now. We're probably 20 minutes out, 25 minutes out, something like that for Eddie finishing the finish line. Here's the challenge I'd like to do. I'd like to... What country artist is listening right now that are calling Donate? These rich folks, thousand bucks. I don't know. I mean, because sometimes they listen when they're dropping their kids off at school, but nobody's in school right now. That's right. Well, (laughs) wake them up. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> All right, Eddie, we'll talk to you in a minute. Susan, we'll talk to you in a little bit. You guys can go to bobbybones.com if you want to help raise money. We're five, ten bucks. That's all we ask. Thank you. It's time for the good news with Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Anita Sanchez was excited about her upcoming wedding and she wanted both her sons to be able to walk her down the aisle. The only problem is her 17-year-old Sergio has leukemia and he wasn't going to be out of the hospital in time and he, so he wasn't going to be able to go to the wedding. So the staff at the hospital in Los Angeles said, hey, we got this. And they made a little ceremony themselves, put up lights, made a bouquet out of paper. One of the nurses was with a bridesmaid and he got to walk her down the aisle. And then at the real wedding, that video played of him walking her down the aisle and she got married. So I wonder if that video played... And, and then, then her, went to her other son. Then her then other son walked yeah, her down the aisle in the real life. Wow, that's a good story. Dang, they went. I'm looking at the pictures now. They went the extra mile there. Shout out to those guys. Shout out to that mom, too. Hey, shout out to Sir. Shout out to everybody. Shout outs all around. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I think we're going to finish this walk in the next 20 minutes or so. Uh, Eddie is on the phone right now walking from West Virginia all the way to Tennessee, just like the George Strait song says. Hey, Eddie, I have good news and I have bad news. Thank you, man. Thank you. How are What's you? What's up, Bones? I got it. Who, who are you talking to right now? Uh, Officer Willis. Oh, well, listen. Willis, I'll, I'll sit. Please. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> now, don't worry. He's not writing me a citation. I think he has a gift for me. <laughs> I see him pull like, over now beside you. 
And here. since you spent most of your time in Southwest Virginia, wow. sticker for Southwest Virginia. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Thank you. He gave me bones. He gave me a couple of badges, one for me, one for you, and then a sticker that says, West Virginia, Southwest Virginia. Don't confuse us. I will not. Hey, Eddie, did he give me a badge, like like a real police badge? No, no, it's a, it's like a patch. But he thinks he gave us, he thinks you gave us a badge. Can I? Can we arrest anyone with these? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) just a patch. He says. Hey, tell him, tell him we said thank you, and then we appreciate what he does every single day. All right, we say, hey, Bobby says thank you. We appreciate everything you do every day. Bobby, I love the show. Big fan. All right, man, he loves us, Bones. He says he's a big fan. I saw him thank you. pulling you over. I guess you're walking, but I saw him pull up beside you and pull you over, and I was like, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> tell him to turn on the lights for the last mile or two. Oh, he looked, yeah. He actually said that uh, for going so slow, I'm hard to catch the key, uh, catch up to. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, go to the, the Facebook page. I don't either. Uh, Bobby Bones show. Search it on Facebook. All right. The good news or the bad news, Eddie? Oof. Uh, let's go bad news first. Are we, Mike, are we back? The good news is that so many people are trying to donate, Eddie. Okay. That's great news. Yeah. Go ahead. What's the bad news? It crashed the site. Yeah. Oh, no. We can't get anything. Oh, no, that we, is bad news. We, we can't even get on the site. Like, so many Ooh. people went to it, completely crashed it. We were at like $183,000. We were trying to hit 200000 and all of a sudden it went completely offline. They're working on it, well, though. Okay, okay. So I, mean, I think you should, do, I think you turn around and go back do? to West Virginia. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I, I knew you were about to say something stupid like that. <laughs> I saw you as I'm watching you on the stream on our Facebook page. I saw you pulled over to the side, and you had to start stretching your butt and your calf. It looked pretty painful. Yeah, well, every, anytime I see, like, a curb on the road or whatever, I stretch my calf out. Because, yeah, that tightens up, man. And I've really been worried the whole time that I'm going to get a cramp in my leg. And, I mean, I'm less than a mile away, and I have, it hasn't happened. I'll knock on some kind of wood here, but I don't have any. Okay, Hopefully keep walking. Happen. We will check back in with you in a few minutes. You're now in a neighborhood, it looks like. Yeah, dude, I, I can see downtown. Like, it's five blocks away or something. Well, knock on someone's door, ask for some breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie is in Bristol, Virginia, really close to crossing the border to Bristol, Tennessee. We're hoping to do this live on the air coming up in the next 15 minutes or so. I wish we were all there at the border with like ribbon. I know. Get in the car now. Go, Amy. Just go. We we get there. Okay. How how long would it take me? Six hours. Oh, never mind. (laughs) Gosh. You know, I, I don't even want to admit to something kind of that I was thinking, which clearly I wasn't thinking because I thought, why, why, would it, why would it take so long to drive to get there? He's only going 100 miles away. <laughs> but he's not ending in Nashville. He's ending at the border of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But I kept thinking, like, why are people having to drive so far to get to him? <laughs> it's only 100 miles from us, but it's not. Yeah, but then you stopped thinking that, obviously. Then I, I, my brain caught up, and I was like, okay, yeah. All right, we'll check in with Eddie in a second. You can leave him <laughs> on, right? Let's go ahead and do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. Eddie, are you worried you'll have any sort of injury like afterward that'll be long term? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Dude. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm pretty numb. I know there's pain in there, and I just, I mean, I'm sure I've got something. Maybe like people have said plantar fasciitis, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know how bad that is, but I could have that. Uh, lab analysis of Subway tuna sandwiches fails to identify tuna DNA. Are we that oh, yeah. surprised? I think we. It's more like tuna flavored sandwiches. Yeah, I think we've known that the tuna is not real. It's just something you have to accept. 
did we really expect it to come out 100% tuna? Nah. I don't think so. A lab test commissioned by the New York Times failed to identify any tuna DNA in a series of Subway tuna sandwiches. That means one of two things. Either it's so heavily processed that the tuna couldn't isolate a genetic tag, or there's nothing there that's tuna. Yeah. Either way, I'm fine. Just make me taste tuna. Mm-hmm. Just make it taste like tuna. Uh, a bison injures a woman in Yellowstone National Park. A bison has injured a hiker in the park. How the bison hurt the woman is still unknown, but she had significant injuries. Quote, we're not clear how the encounter with the bison occurred. Park officials won't identify the woman. She's been flown to the hospital in Idaho Falls, Idaho. Bison injure one or two people in Yellowstone on average a year. If I were guessing, I'm just guessing, don't know the the answer. I bet she tried to take a picture with one. A selfie? And maybe not, but if you saw a bison, it was right on the side of the trail. Would you not try to get a little picture close to it? 100%. I'm not too good to admit that. No, I'm not. Eddie saw a bear. Man, if that bear would have let me get close to it, I would have taken a picture with it. Uh, okay, there you go. Uh, that's the news. Thank you, guys. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. We think in the next segment, Eddie will finish. West Virginia to Tennessee. We, we believe it. So if we go away pretty quick, we'll come back, and Eddie should be crossing the finish line as he started in West Virginia. He will end in Tennessee. It's basically a 100-mile walk. We gave you guys a link to donate, but... I mean, in the best way possible, you crash the site. We have no idea what's going on. The whole site is down. You can't donate. They can't make more money. I mean, it's the greatest problem to have. I mean, I guess there are greater problems to have, like being too hot, being too rich. Yeah. But this is a pretty good problem, (laughs) too. It's a pretty good problem, yeah. All right. uh, Keep checking that link if you can. We'll check in with Eddie next. Eddie says he can see the sign. Eddie, are you there? I see the sign. You're talking like 300 yards away right now. Okay, don't cross it. The site's back up. Mm-hmm. Okay, not- Eddie, the, the site apparently has been crashed the entire time. Don't cross it yet, okay? Okay, okay. I, I'm not. I'm not moving. We are gonna cross this segment, but the site we've been raising money on has crashed again. What a lovely problem to have. However, okay, I'm getting the numbers. I still see zero dollars raised. I, it's back up at least so people can donate. So the donations are back up. Are we sure? Positive. Okay, try to go. <laughs> I mean, try to go <laughs> donate if you can. We were at like $185,000. We were trying to hit two hundred. I think we would have had it had the site not crashed. Eddie is about to finish his journey. For those who are just turning the radio on for the first time, let me explain to you before Eddie makes that walk. And you can watch this right now on our Facebook page. Just go search Bobby Bone Show. You will see the live stream of Eddie crossing the line. But months ago, Eddie made an offhand comment about a George Strait song, Carrying Your Love With Me. Where's the sign? Oh, we're listening in. Oh, I got you. I got you. Okay. We're listening in on Eddie finding the sign. Ooh. (laughs) Well, I see the big sign, but, but there's supposed to be a plaque on the street that I can't find. But that doesn't matter. I see the border. Okay. So Eddie says, that's not very far to carry your love. We said, then do it yourself, wise guy. And he goes, why would I do that? This is a radio show. I just say funny stuff. He said, if you raise $10,000 for an organization that I work with, National Angels, I will do it. We put that on the air. And you guys turned 10 and quickly it was 50. Hyundai donated 10000 to 60. We couldn't believe it when it got up to 100. Last night, my eyeballs were humongous when I saw $100,000. Woke up this morning is $150,000. Recently, the last time we checked before you guys crashed the site, it was at $185,000. We have no idea what it is right now, or even if it's $1 more, because the love you guys have shown Eddie and shown this show has crashed the site. Eddie, how far are you out from the site, from the sign? I'm like 20 feet away. 
I'm right oh. under the sign, but all I'd have to do is cross the street to get into Tennessee. Are you ready to cross that line? Yeah, let's go. Count us down, Eddie. All right. Wait, there's cars. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Five, four, three. I want to make this car stop. Two, one. And I'm crossing the street, guys. There he is. Yeah, yeah. 100 miles. You did it. Almost $200,000. You made it. Eddie, you made it. How do you feel right now? Oh, I feel good. Oh, I feel so good. <laughs> uh, now, really, how do you feel right now? Oh, dude, I feel great. Look, there's a there's a Tennessee flag on a, on a light pole. I want to climb it so bad and grab it, but I, I can't. How I physically? No <laughs> physically, how are you right this second? Oh, dude, I feel great. I don't. I feel no pain. I'm probably in a lot of pain. I don't feel it though. I'm sitting down for a second now. He's taking a break. We're watching him right now. There are over 14,000 people watching live on the stream as Eddie walks across Amazing. into Tennessee. Don't sit too long because you might not be able to get back up. <laughs> That's a good point. I'll yeah. have my cramp. Yeah. So, Eddie, what's the plan now? You just finished. What do you do with the rest of your day? Oh, I just told Scuba, hey, man, bad news. I might fall asleep on the way home. <laughs> well, Yeah. You deserve so it. I'm going to get some Gatorade bones, grab something to eat, and then we're going to head back to Nashville, dude. I, I miss you guys. I miss my family. So I'm ready to get back. Almost 15,000 people watching the live stream right now as Eddie crosses over into Tennessee. We are extremely proud of you for doing this walk, for you know putting your feet where your mouth is, for raising a bunch of money, just for, for doing what you do, man. It's four days. You're away from your family. We're very proud to have you on the show, very proud that you're a friend, and very proud of the work you've done. Thanks, Bones. Thank you. Thank you to all our listeners, really, everyone that donated, everyone that followed me along the way and encouraged me. Bones, there are about five to ten people here that brought signs and watched me walk across. That's so cool to me. And we're not even on the air there. No, we're not. No, so it's, so, it's awesome. Yeah, so like, there, I'm, there are a bunch of random people going, what, why is this random guy walking through our neighborhood? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, Eddie, let me talk to Scuba Steve for a second. You got it. Hold on. Hey, what's up, man? Scuba, to you, you did drive the entire time at one mile an hour, and that, too, is a feat in itself. Yes. So. Yes, thank you. Are you sore? <laughs> uh, my <laughs> right butt cheek is sore. Uh, but the, <laughs> my right shoulder is sore. I mean, God, I really could use a massage. Oh. <laughs> Oh, we but need to Hyundai get... Tucson was nice and comfortable, though, so I appreciate it. Also, thanks Eddie to Hyundai him. for giving us the Tucson, for helping us out with some other stuff to make sure we could be safe. What were you saying, Amy? Oh, I just, yeah. I, we need to get Eddie a massage. Like, we should arrange well, that. Well, Scuba, we'll In give Scuba. him one. Yeah, both no, of them. No, 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 right well, Scuba, yeah, will give around, him buddy. one. Oh, yes. that's what we're going to do? Oh, there you go. All right. This is what the audience wants to see in here. <laughs> All right, guys. Eddie, congratulations. Scuba, nice work. And we will talk to you guys uh, soon. Thanks, Bones. Miss you guys. Probably on, the po- probably on the post show. Yeah. Something like that. There he is. Eddie, our champion, Woo-hoo! the people's champion. Woo! He's still there, I guess. All right, Eddie. Bye, buddy. All right. See you, man. There he is. Eddie walked all the way from West Virginia to Tennessee. We have no idea how much money we made. Morgan, any luck? Let me see if it'll pull up. Oh, no. It looks like he's going back to Virginia. And he walks back to Turn double. Turn around and go double back. It. You're going the wrong way, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, I don't. We're trying. That's what we have. Uh, Justin in Missouri is on the phone. Justin, how are you, bud? Hey, Justin, you there? 
No luck with Justin Ray. I got him selected. Yeah. Hey, Justin, you there, bud? All right, we'll let him go. Let's go over and talk to Bill. Bill's been sitting on hold. Appreciate you holding, Bill. What's going on with you? Hey, Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. Uh, I just wanted to call and uh, let you guys know. So I'm a daily podcast listener. I've been listening for a long time. Uh, but this morning, I had to download the iHeartRadio app so I could hear uh, Eddie cross that finish line live. Um, I'm a former foster child myself. And so I just think everything that he's done to raise awareness and raise this money is just awesome. And I want to tell him he's my hero. Well, oh, wow. we, will, we will tell him that. I'm sure I'll talk to him as soon as the show's over today. But that's very nice of you to say. And uh, thanks for listening. And thanks for hopping on live, man. That means a lot to me. Yes, sir. Hey, can I give a shout out real quick to my wife and kids? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, Amber, I love you. Cooper, Mackie, you're too young to hear this, but one day maybe you'll think I'm a little cool uh, for being on the Bobby Bones show. All right, Bill, have a great day. Thanks, guys. If you missed it, Eddie did cross the finish line this morning. It's big. We played We Are the Champions. We played Carrying Your Love With Me. And I look around the room and everybody's pretty pumped up, except for Lunchbox, who was kind of, this dauber was hanging a little bit. His head was, and he admitted to me that what? Uh, I was cheering against Eddie this whole time. I wanted, Eddie, I wanted Eddie to fail because <laughs> I was sick and tired of him getting all this hype for going on a walk and everybody telling how awesome Eddie is. Eddie's getting all the attention. And I'm like, really? He's just walking, guys. Like, calm down. So I wanted him to fail so everybody could be like, okay, Eddie's not that cool. Eddie's not that – but he proved me wrong. He did it. But I wasn't that happy that he did it because I wanted him to fail. Why not let that inspire you to do something big? Instead of you wanting him to not do something big, why not instead of tear down, and this is just a general rule, I think, for folks, why not instead of tearing down what we hate, why not build up what we love or we go do something? That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think about that. I, I do. I did. I built myself up like I love myself. And I was just like, man, everybody's calling in. Oh, go, Eddie. I was like, goodness, give me a break. So you would have liked it had he injured his calf and had to pull out. Yeah. But then what about all the money that was raised for National Hey, that's what we, you guys would have to decide what to do with that. <laughs> that. That would have been on, hey, he could have gone back when he got healthy or whatever. I, I don't know what would have happened, but the money still would have gone to the organization, but Eddie wouldn't have finished his walk and everybody would be like, oh, man. Well, what was the hardest part for you to, to stomach? Was it him getting on the news? Uh, him getting on the news and then just every voicemail seems to be like, Eddie this, Eddie that. And I'm like, hello, guys. There's still other people around here. When he finished, was that tough to swallow? Yeah, that, yeah. I was, you know, I saw those cars. I was like, ooh, maybe there would be just so much traffic and we'll never be able to finish. But there was a break in the traffic and he was able to cross that line. I was like, ah, well, now everybody's going to be for the next two months. All we're going to hear about, oh, Eddie walked. Oh, gosh, Eddie, you're so amazing. It's going to get real annoying real fast. So I think we should probably limit the phone calls for the, like, we can have them for the next couple days. And then after that, like, after Friday, no more calls about Eddie walking. Like, What if you had done it, though? Oh, calls for days and days and years. Yeah, pat me on the back. Let's go. So no calls after Friday about Eddie's walk raising roughly $200,000. Correct. Correct. Like, there has to be a time limit. Like, we got we got to quit living in the past. Like, he did it. It's over. But don't you always talk about you being prom king? And, like, non, it was almost nonstop. Yeah, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Because that's not – a lot of people can't do what I did being prom king. A lot of people can't do what Eddie just did. Actually, ah, people, like a lot of people go for walks every night. I see grandma and grandpa in my neighborhood walking every night. 
Not 100 miles. I don't know how far they're walking. They've been walk- <laughs> they walk oh, every know. night. Okay. Well, there you go. I, do you feel better now that you admitted I that? I do. I feel good now that I can like let that out and everybody knows. Because I can't be the only one out there that was cheering for Eddie to fail. Why would other people do that? I think actually you might be the only one. <laughs> I don't think so. Was anyone here cheering for Eddie to fail? Ray? Not to fail, but if he would have gotten hit by a car. <laughs> See? <laughs> guys, Hold what on. These are well, his... I, don't know, I don't know what's wrong with these people. Go ahead. What, you want him to get hit by a car? I wanted him to finish, but going 100 miles, I could have swore there was going to be some sort of injury, that he didn't twist his ankle, that he wouldn't have been able to get out of bed one day. I kind of wanted something like that and it to be delayed a day. Push back. Our schedule thrown off. Eddie did it according to his plan, which was pretty epic. And he timed it out before he even went. So I, I got to give him props on that as well. But yes, if he'd have gotten sideswiped by a Mack truck, that would have been kind of funny. <laughs> but like, but he's okay, right? Yeah, he's okay. But I mean, okay. I couldn't finish the walk, man. Didn't make it. He got mauled by a well, bear. Well, Lunchbox wanted fine. him to fail. Ray wanted him to get hit by a car. Morgan, anything you want to admit? <laughs> no. I When I did the live with him yesterday, I had tears in my eyes. I was really happy for him. So, no, I don't want him to get hit by a car. I you wanted him to finish. Insane. Yeah. Ray's wanting him to possibly die out there and never come back to the show. No, to clarify, I don't think he wanted him to die. He just wanted him to get hit by a just car. Just clip. But just I'm telling clip. you, you got a good shot of dying if you get hit by a car. He did it. He finished. Listen on the podcast. How do you feel right now, Amy? I mean, I feel great. I'm super proud of Eddie. I know that all this money is going to make a huge difference. And you know what? I was just thinking about our listeners, too. Like, in the past two weeks, between Pimp and Joy and Building Homes for Heroes, like building Sergeant um, Majetic a house, and then Eddie doing this walk for foster care families, like, our listeners have showed up in such an enormous way, like, all together. It's what, we'll just call it like $350,000? At, at minimum. At, it, which is so crazy. Like, it's just beyond me, like, how our listeners show up for to help others out. And that's what it's, that's, to me, that gives our show purpose and meaning. So I am very proud of him, and I am so grateful for our listeners for both campaigns. The, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, who can say that their listeners have done something like this? Proud of you guys. Yeah. B-team, you always come through 100%. We 100. love you for it. We don't ever ask for it for ourselves. Um, but, you know, our goal here as a show is to give back in every way possible. If it's to make you feel better when you drive to work with your friends, which hopefully are us, or if it's to build someone who served us in the military and was injured a house, or if it's to help foster children, or if it's to, you know, on and on, you guys always come through. Always. So St. Jude. Yes. Always. You are the best. I say it over and over again. You are the best. You are the B-team. You are just the absolute A-plus when it comes to groups. And I'm very proud to, to, to walk alongside you guys. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Alberta, Canada. Husband and wife expecting a child. Let's do a gender reveal. So they get an explosive device. They go out in a field. And they burn over an acre of land. No. We, it's, Anytime it's, there's fire. It's illegal now. Like gender reveals with explosives needs to be illegal. Oh, I thought you said it was illegal. Yes, no. I agree. Any, <laughs> if you can crash or you can boom, you shouldn't have a gender reveal. Right. It needs to be just Mostly more it needs to of be like cakes. a or a balloon. Yeah. Yeah, although there was that one person who had their, their gender reveal in the balloon and the balloon floated off and they couldn't quite catch it. <laughs> And yeah. it floated off. They fell over the fence, hurt themselves. Yeah, okay. Well, then, so, yeah. We, now cake we and, eliminate blues. Yes, cake and anything that's on the ground. Yeah. No fire. Okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Another video of a UFO has surfaced. 
It's all the time now. Mm-hmm. Where this, this time? Well, this time it was taken using an infrared camera on a police helicopter. The September 2016 video shows an object, not visible to the naked eye, moving at high speeds against the wind. So they're looking at it. They don't know what it is. Police say there is a slight possibility that it was a drone. But since the helicopter couldn't keep up with it, it would have had to be one that you can't buy. Yeah, like super special Or some drone. government drone. Yeah, maybe. But maybe then maybe something. the police would know about it. No, I'm I, just saying there's a lot of stuff happening here that we don't understand. Yeah, but I don't think police always know what the government is up to, but... Well, they should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a show today. We cannot believe it. Thank you guys so much. Eddie completed his walk from West Virginia to Tennessee. And not to do a complete spoiler on you, but go listen to the podcast because... Even over the last few days, it was really, really a special event. One of the most special things in a long time on this show. And he raised so much money. If you guys want to donate five bucks, you still can. Go to bobbybones.com. This isn't for Eddie's pockets. This is for an organization that works with foster kids, foster families that Eddie is a part of, that he works with outside of this. So we're so proud of him. So proud of you guys. Amy, what's going on today? I'm interviewing little Lizzie, you know, our friend from Austin. That's our Instagram handle. So she's coming on my podcast. So I'm excited to sit down with her today. What about you? I have a suit fitting. I have a haircut. Suit fitting for your wedding? Yeah. Okay. I have a dentist appointment at three. It's it's a pretty crazy day. And I can't do anything after three because I have to go in for some pretty serious dental work. So I can't schedule anything after three. Yeah. I don't know if it's like HIPAA, but I was there yesterday. He told me you're coming today. (laughs) Am I supposed to know that? <laughs> Interesting. You can get on to him for that if not. I think he was just casual. Like, I see Bobby tomorrow. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, my doctor's not being casual with people, too. Hey, guess who can I look at? Look at the I bumps mean, on his. <laughs> well, Dennis is different. Plus, like, I, I think I you needed to get in one day, and I helped you get into yeah, him. Yeah, but you still should know that. Yeah. He's a great guy. If you recommended me to a doctor, they couldn't go, well, since you well, told me. I already know a mutual doctor we have, and he would never tell me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope I just didn't get our Dennis in trouble. Yeah, he probably did. All right, there you go. <laughs> He's being barred right now from whatever that, that is. Uh, see you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. Eddie, congratulations. We are giving Eddie the day off tomorrow, obviously. We'll check in with him on the phone, though, tomorrow to see how he's feeling. Otherwise, we're good. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. Yeah.